Wrestling with the Basics is a production of KFUO Radio. Christ for you anytime, anywhere since 1924. Text the letters KFUO to 41444 to join the legacy with your tax-deductible gift. We're on a mission from God. something completely different. Jolly John Lekomsky from St. Paul's Lutheran Church in New Athens, Illinois, and Trinity, Trinity Lutheran Church in Darmstadt, Illinois. And right next to me, I have. Don't forget about Trinity Lutheran. Yep, no, I don't want to forget no, about the Trinity. No, no, no. Uh, Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Soon it'll be the streets, it'll be, uh, there'll be animals. Oh, that's Cattles, right. You've got sheep, your, 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 when are you doing Camels that? wandering you doing? the streets of living, South St. Louis. Living nativity. When are you we are doing, doing it one week from today. So December the 16th, uh, the live people, nativity. Do you think people ever have like a dead nativity? That wouldn't go over very good. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking it's, just kind, like of, it's kind of redundant. Kill we got or the, something? Living, the living nativity. Well, of course, they would be, it wouldn't be a, I think I'm supposed the to like, roadkill nativity. We I like that, man. I think we might do that. <laughs> the, the New Athens. Roadkill nativity. nativity. It's really dead. <laughs> no, I, like as opposed to like cardboard cutouts. So this is okay. the real deal. Living, yeah. breathing, things moving stuff. around. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, five to five p.m. to nine p.m. Uh, there at Ascension. Stop by. We've got. I wasn't paying attention. What was the date? Again? December sixteenth. December sixteenth. That's a so Saturday. That's next One week, week from today. Next week yes, from today. That's okay. right. So we have uh, a couple stations. We have the the stable itself. We have Mary and yep. Joseph and yep. the shepherds and of course Jesus. And then we've got the angel choir. And then we've got uh, the wise men. Even even though they came a little later, they're still kind of on their way though. And then <laughs> we've got the big camel that they're going to be. Are we taken having the camel of. again? Oh, we got to have the camel. So yeah. we two years ago we had Frank the camel. He was a little rambunctious. Yes, he was. Last year's camel just kind of laid there. So was he? Didn't okay. do much of anything. So we'll see what we get this year. It's a different <laughs> camel every know. year. You never know with camels. I know. Do you I give know. camel rides or no? No, no camel just rides. No, this camel. is this, there's no no foolishness going on here. This is not for fun. This is for no. It is a lot of fun, but we do try to make it contemplative and and really. You know, it's well, more meditative than you know the so, carnival ride atmosphere. That's well, it's funny you mentioned that. So, uh, someone sent me they had a copy from like sometime in the early 1900s of a listing of churches in Monroe County, and each church had kind of like its little bit. So they had a section of Lutheran churches, and at the end of the thong, thing for the Lutheran Church in Muscoota, it says we have no religious amusements. <laughs> <laughs> it was let's see, no no dinners. Uh, there was something else, and no lotteries, no no dinners, no lotteries, no religious amusements. <laughs> religious so you're amusement. right. We're the not, camel rides, I guess, those are fall fun. under. That is not religious. That would amusement. be, that, but yes, no, to have the camel, re- that's okay. Yes. But you couldn't ride. We just can't camel. ride it. That's right. But we so. will have cookies and hot chocolate. Hopefully that's I not know, too that's amusing. That's pretty getting close to amusements. <laughs> You're not lottering them off though, aren't you? No, You're not, no, no, no. We're no, not no raffles, no, no, raffles, no, no just gambling. Giving away the yes. cookies. All right, then it's all that's right, right, I think. 
Isn't Good. that crazy, though, that they felt like they needed to say no religious amusements? And I have no idea what that I, I guess, means. you know, in my mind, that's distincting. You know, they're trying to be distinct from people who did have religious well, amusements. So. So. And, and again, having Monroe a, County apparently was a pretty yeah. <laughs> wild place hot, in the town. Hotbed of, of religious amusement. amusements. <laughs> I'm sorry we distracted <laughs> ourselves. We didn't even say what this is. This is Wrestling, wrestling with, with the, the basics. basics. And yeah, come on out. I, we're going to do that. One of these, uh, I'm, you know, I got church on Saturday so it makes it hard for me to get over there. But when I retire, we're coming to see your Good. Uh, Glad uh, to hear it. Living nativity. We'll, we'll come see your living nativity. Uh, you see our live nativity, we'll come see your, <laughs> your roadkill road nativity. <laughs> and your, your fishing Santa Claus that we heard about That's last right. week. Don't forget the Santa Claus. <laughs> we need to get going here because we had this really important stuff and we couldn't get finished yeah, last yeah, week. Enough with the religious amusements, <laughs> Pastor Jolly John. Right. Matthew 25. <laughs> yes. Uh, you want to kind of summarize what we did so far? Sure. But... Yeah. Well, we, we noted last week that this is an account that is uh, really focusing on Christ's return on the last day yeah. as we come to the end of the church here and look toward the beginning of a, it, it's a new the final one. Jo- I should, there's a lot of stuff in Matthew 25 about the yes. end of the world, but we were talking about there where Jesus Christ appears and gathers all the nations and Go ahead. Yeah, and this is what's what's key here is this is happening publicly, and this yes. is a separating, and uh, it's it's an account that's pretty well known, I think, by people, yes. and it's in artwork and all sorts of different places. But yet, I don't know how well we understand it. So what we're trying to do is dig a little deeper and really wrestle with what determines who are among the sheep, who are among the goats, and I think. To make it more personal, where am I? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> you know? that is actually the point yeah. of the story. When Jesus, isn't it? Yeah, when Jesus comes Not back, where am I standing? But where am I going to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and, we. And I'm just, go ahead, because you said you wanted to say something somehow connected to the pardoning of the Thanksgiving oh, turkey. Oh, yes, that's this. And is, I've waited all week to wonder what is, in the world is he doing? The holiday with that? season. Yes. So uh, we we noted last week that before Jesus talks about any of their works, any of their feeding hungry people or yes. clothing naked people. That is yet to come. We that is yet to come. Yes. So in verse 34, Jesus says, come you who are blessed by my father and here the kingdom prepare for you from the foundation of the world. And we just noted how right away is talking about that choosing of God and the grace of God and uh, already that that's determined before any works are even mentioned, right? Uh, it's by God's grace made righteous in Jesus. Um, so, so okay. So, I'm. By the I, way, I, you know, when you're when you're telling these little stories, here's a good idea: have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. I understand all that. I want to know what that has to do with pardoning the turkey. That was my question. What does this have to do with the pardoning of the turkey? You live for playing that sound effect. I do. Don't you? <laughs> Uh, anyway, all right. <laughs> all right. So the, the turkey pardoning, every year the president tar- pardons a turkey. Abraham Lincoln apparently started this thing. We have right? him to blame for it. Um, but it's become more formal in recent years. But anyway, uh, this year, uh, the president, Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, pardoned um, wishbone and drumstick. And so now they join last year's pardoned turkeys, who are still alive. Is that um, right? Yeah, Tater and Tot. Uh, <laughs> and they now live at Virginia Tech University, apparently, in this life of, of ease for these turkeys. <laughs> But my point is, and maybe it's maybe it's kind of a loosely related point, uh, admittedly. Don't make me push it again. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm getting to it. Uh, is that these these two turkeys um, were chosen way, bef- oh, yeah. way, be- way before the Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, right? So from the get-go, they were chosen. They were raised in a special way by this 4-H group that had determined that, is that right? they were going to be the that. group that are going to yeah that are going to yeah. provide the turkeys. Uh, they were raised in Minnesota. They're Minnesota raised gobblers, and they were. From the beginning, you know, 
meant for this, right? Um, it and, wasn't that they were right there on the chopping block, and all of a sudden the president, the phone rings. The president, don't kill that turkey. That's the turkey we're going to pardon. Yeah, this is this is pretty formal. It's you know, been it's pre- all predetermined. Yeah, I, yeah predetermined. Okay. So I I hate to crush anyone's <laughs> <laughs> misconception. Anyone's really uh, you not know, quite as dramatic yeah, as what I yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, sorry. It's not quite as yeah theatrical. But anyway, um, so so loosely related here is that that. These folks, these sheep that Jesus speaks about, I mean, this is determined long before Jesus' return as king, yes, right? Yes. Before the foundation of the world, From even. the foundation and, of the world. And that's, that's my simple point I'm trying to make here. I know it's not a one-to-one comparison <laughs> with the turkeys and sheep and goats. I don't know how many more animals we can involve here. But anyway, I think that's interesting. And, you know, maybe where we see that most visibly, okay, most tangibly, okay, is is a is a baptism too? Yes. You know, at baptism we see too God's choosing and and certainly God making a sheep and uh, of the good shepherd and and uh, heirs of the kingdom. That language that Jesus uses here, um, certainly we see that too. And 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 other catechism talks about how baptism does rescue us from death and from the devil. And certainly, as we'll move on, these sheep have been rescued from that as they're welcomed into the kingdom prepared for them. So so the point is, if that's true. If we are those blessed by the Father, if this actually was something that happened before the foundation of the world, if this is the result of Jesus Christ suffering and death as an inheritance, because somebody's got to die for you to get inheritance, then I would think that would make a difference on how you live your life if you know that and believe that. Yes. If you think, exactly. if you were the turkey, if you were, and you are a turkey. <laughs> 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 These two turkeys here in two KFUO. turkeys, yeah. So yeah. What, were the, what were the turkeys' names? Well, we got Wishbone and Drumstick. And we got John and Matt. <laughs> <laughs> but if, as turkeys, because we are turkeys, we were chosen by God, and we knew that and believed that, and that He died for us. Then it would make a difference in how we live our lives. We would be different turkeys, wouldn't we? Yeah. Yes. How? Yeah, and I think that's the the, the as this unfolds. Okay, how do these sheep now live? How do we live yeah. as sheep? You know, real sheep they live in a certain way. Those parted turkeys, you know, they. Sure lived in a certain way, I'm sure. But here, how do we live now as the sheep of the Good Shepherd? Would you like me to read? Yeah, let's go uh, verses 35 through 40. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Should I read the punchline, or should we stop there? Yeah, well, I, I think you can keep going. Okay. Then the righteous will answer him. By the way, another faith word there. I don't know if you got that in your notes, but the righteous will live by faith. Sure. You're right. These are believers we're talking about here. Uh, Then the righteous will say to him, uh, when did we see you, uh, a stranger, and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the kingdom, and the king, rather, will answer them, truly, I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. Yeah. So what do sheep do? How does that change lives? Well, the sheep do things like they feed and they clothe, they welcome, they visit. I think, to put it simply, sheep love love and yeah. care for others. They love their neighbor as their self. That's just what sheep of the good shepherd do. That's what the heirs of the kingdom do. And I think maybe the most beautiful thing about all this is that they are just totally oblivious to this that fact, right? That is the cool part, just yes. Just blessedly oblivious to all of this feeding and clothing and welcoming and visiting, they're doing it without even knowing it. Uh, they're doing it just because 
That's what you do. And and I think it's interesting too. They're not doing it because, oh, you know, Jesus might be watching us. Or, you know, these oh, yeah. or, or even, yeah. you know, the, the least of these that's I'm doing this because that person is Jesus. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and you know, maybe that's an okay thing to think about when I close someone, I'm clothing Jesus or feet. Okay, yeah. that's that's, that's what a, it says. That's okay, that's what it says. That. But that's not why they're doing it. Yeah. They're not doing it with the thought that I'm clothing Jesus or I'm feeding Jesus. That's not it at all. They're doing it because that's who they are, right? Yeah. yeah. And they do it without even knowing it. Uh, they just simply love. They love others. And they love not as a reason for their salvation and inheriting the kingdom, but they're loving as a result, right, of already being heirs of the kingdom. We love because he first loved yeah, us. Yeah, there you go. That sounds That sounds pretty good. So here, here's Luther. Luther says that uh, love is the fruit of faith, okay? Yeah. And he says it's just like fire and heat. If you got fire, there's going to be heat. You don't have to say to the fire, we need you to be warm. Yeah. It's just, it just if you're does. a fire, that's what you're going to be. If you have faith, these are the things you're going to do. Yeah. That Luther, he's got some good stuff. He's a he? good that guy. That is good. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, I think the other remarkable thing is when, when Jesus returns, he doesn't commend people for these <laughs> fantastic works oh, of evangelism. Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, it, you know, you converted thousands to Christianity as a missionary. Or, he did you know, miracles and wonders. Yeah, you did miracles and wonders. Yeah, really. Or these great works of charity that made the headlines because you donated so much to some organization. Yeah, and Bill that, Gates gave, I don't know, yeah, what, yeah. a quarter and, of his wealth to and, a charity. Yeah, now. and that's fine things to do. And it's good. We're not saying no, that wasn't a good no, thing to do. No, but I, I think what what's so remarkable is that Jesus... Is what he commends is the ordinary everyday things, the things we just do in our vocations, our so, day-to-day life. So when you got up in the middle of the night because your little daughter was saying, I'm thirsty, Dad, and you got her a drink, that actually was significance enough to come up at the end of the world. Yeah, isn't that something? I'm, I'm thirsty, you gave me a drink. When I was gassy, you burped me, right? <laughs> Uh, when well, I was dirty, it gave me a bath. <laughs> there you yeah, go. I, I like that. All of those would fit. And sure. I think, you know, among the least of these, certainly, I think we can think of our context, who are the least in our lives. Yeah. And, you know, we can, uh, you know, the list is I, certainly a, a long one. I'm gassy right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're on your own. <laughs> okay. Sorry, sorry, that wasn't very sheep-like of me to say. <laughs> Just at least hold it till we get out of the studio. Please, please. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, but you know, we think of who the least are in our lives, yeah, and yeah. and for each one of us, maybe it's a little different. But um, certainly, you know, people that you know, the veteran who just can't seem to get on his feet, or uh, the person who struggles with substance abuse, maybe in secret, um, you know, uh, and the baby, yeah, the, the the mom and dad care for twenty hours, four hours a day, seven days a week, that little one, and uh, those in our lives that maybe we uh, show love to. Uh, and maybe we show love to without even thinking about it, without even realizing. Well, that's it. the point you made. That's right. We're just doing it because here's somebody that they're hungry. Why? Why wouldn't I feed them? Yeah. Like you say, if we're not thinking about ourselves, what it means to us, uh, about getting reward or getting praise or anything like that. It's just what well, love. It's just that's how love works, right? You don't yeah. think about loving somebody because of what you're going to get out of it. Uh, now, let me ask you a question, though. Again, just to kind of challenge you here, because I have heard it interpreted that again, this is not talking about everybody. Yeah. But it is talking about how we respond to those whom Christ has sent to be his representatives. So, in other words, how we respond to the preachers, uh, to the apostles, to the disciples. Uh, and, and the reason that argument is made is because Jesus says to his disciples, he says, if anyone even gives you a cup of water, they will not lose their reward. 
So what do you think about that interpretation, that this is talking about not just love in general, but specifically how people responded to those who came to bring them the gospel? I mean, I, I guess I don't see anything that would contradict that yeah. that way of thinking. We think of the, the disciples and, and others, uh, and specifically those Jesus sent out to share the word with others, to share the gospel about him with others, and how, yeah, when, when those individuals were welcomed, they were welcoming Jesus because that's the name that they proclaim. That's the Savior they share. That's the other argument, the least of these my brethren. Yeah. So, yeah, not just people in general, but the very people that God had sent out to proclaim his yeah, gospel. Yeah, I think that's interesting, too. And Jesus doesn't just say the least of these, but the least of these my brothers. Yeah. You've yeah. done it to me. So, yeah, I, you, I could see an, an argument for that, certainly, uh, that those that Jesus commissioned to share the word, yeah, yeah, that, that proclaimed him. If they rejected those, Jesus' brothers, and their message, well, yeah, they're, they're ultimately rejecting him. But if they feed him, they're ultimately feeding him. Yeah. If that makes sense. Uh, the only, and I see, I think it's probably, like you said earlier, it's probably both and. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. the great thing about being Lutherans. It doesn't yeah. have to be one specific, as long as it doesn't contradict what the Bible teaches. We're open to pretty much many, many understandings yeah. of the Scripture. And I think sometimes we can look at it in terms of a, a narrow sense and a broad yeah, sense. In a narrow a sense, way. perhaps those first proclaimers of the, the gospel and in their broad sense. Yeah, all people on the last day. Because this would be true of everything. When mm-hmm. we see people in need, we would respond in love. We wouldn't ask themselves, are you a preacher? Yeah. <laughs> Although maybe that would be a good question to ask. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> oh, it reminds me of something I saw on the sign that said, you can't please everyone, so why not start with me? <laughs> so, so, you know. Well, anyway, I'm sorry. I distracted myself again. Yeah, so either way, obviously when we see people in need, we're going to respond to love, and certainly that would include those whom God has sent to give us the gospel. Don't you think that those kind of interpretations, though, come out of a concern that this is going to look like works righteousness? And I don't think that's a concern. I think it's just what the Bible teaches. We are saved by faith. As you pointed out, they're already divided into two groups before anything is said about any works. The judgment is over and done. Uh, you have made constant references to the fact this is a public thing. Now, is there something significant about the fact that this is a public thing before all people? Did you want to say something about that, that you kept mentioning that? Well, I think we, we get mixed up about Jesus' return sometimes, and, and sometimes other folks that, that stray from the Word, they talk about Jesus returning in secret and things like that, oh, okay. and all these other things. And no, this is public. And then you made reference to that the, really the judgment has taken place. Those yes. things of... You know, uh, people have either died in the faith or apart from the the faith. Uh, and here, this is just that final separating taking place. So I, I think that that helps put those things in context, too. And, and I always thought the public nature probably is what causes this mention of I was hungry and you fed me uh, because I don't know whether you have faith or not. Right? Mm-hmm. So if you told me, well, I've divided into the two groups because of faith, because that's what he says. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who believes not will be condemned. And I could see people on the left say, well, wait a second. There's been an accounting error. I have faith. <laughs> mm-hmm. How come I'm not over there? And so it would say, well, well, here's the evidence. Well, no, you didn't have faith because you didn't show any love. If there was faith, if there was the fire, there would be the warmth. It just has to be that yeah. way. Uh, um I've always compared this to the justice system. I don't know if a lot of people realize in the justice system is there's always two trials. There is a trial to determine your guilt. Your guilt, yep. But then there's a the sentencing, sentencing trial, sure. and that's kind of what we got here. So the trial of the guilt or not guilty, that's determined by faith. Two different groups. It's all said and done. But now we have to talk about why are some people going to be sent away, uh, and that becomes the thing of sentencing, which is, again, about things that are visible and public. 
not things that you can only be seen in the heart. I yeah. don't, that's uh, and I, I just think yeah, good. I think it's well put. And I, I think the other point to be made is you know sometimes we we take these end of the world type stories and we we just isolate them. And I think that's a dangerous thing to do yeah, too. Yeah, that this needs to be read in the broader context of the whole gospel. Um, and you know it, it could be a, if this is all you got and this is all you're looking at, you can make a case for works righteousness. And but no, this isn't all we have. We have all these other teachings of Jesus too. And even in this 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 the same account certainly it even proclaims that foundation of the world this was determined and talks about the grace of god but we don't want to read this in a in a vacuum i i gotta read the last yeah we got to. Now yeah, yeah, yeah. because i as, think they definitely show this as much as, as we might not want to read these we we probably should verses but, 41 but I, and following i think this shows this really is a faith issue here because he will say to those on the left depart from me you cursed into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels for i was hungry and you gave me no food i was thirsty and you gave me no drink i was a stranger and you did not welcome me naked and you did not clothe me sick and in prison and you did not visit me then they will answer saying lord when did we see you hungry or thirsty or stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you then he will answer them saying truly i say to you as you did not do it to one of the least of these you did not do it to me and these will go away into eternal punishment but the righteous into eternal life yeah so to the sheep he says come come to this place that's been prepared for you heaven right to those on his left the goats he says depart Depart, yeah. get away Sad. from me. So, I mean, at the end, the righteous cannot stay with the unrighteous. No, there's a separation, okay? And then the other thing I think is so important, too, is the sheep go to that place prepared for them. These goats don't have any place that's been prepared for no, them. It's they for have the devil no place prepared angels. for them. Yeah, it really wasn't designed for people at all. And so those who choose to be apart from Christ, the only alternative is is to be that place that was prepared not for them, but prepared for the devil and his angels. Yeah. Which I think is cool because it was never God's intent for exactly. anyone to go to hell. But yeah, if you reject it, if you don't want it, you refuse it. Well, there is no other place. So condemnation was not the plan of the creator, no. right? But no. it's a result of that sin and that rejection of, of him and his son uh, that, yeah, some are, here's the reality of it, folks. Some are going to be apart from Christ, be in that place prepared for the devil and his angels. And, and here's how I know it's a thing of faith, because if Jesus would come up to me and say, I was hungry and you did not feed me, I was thirsty and you did not give me drink and all the other things, I would just fall on my knees with tears. And say, forgive that's me, Lord. true. I've, I've done that. I, I've had my child say I was thirsty and, I, and I'd say, well, I'm sorry, I've, I've got busy pastor stuff to do. Go talk to your mom, yeah. you know. So I've, yeah, that I have done. And I think there you go. In faith, we do. We, Yeah, we're sinners. It's not like we've been doing all of this. In fact, that's why we marvel. When did we do these things? But, uh, well, anyway. So, yeah. so yeah. But there's no faith here. Yeah, no, no repentance. repentance. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I think as we, we start to wrap this up and as we think again about, okay, what side am I on? Oh, yeah, that <laughs> um, was the question. Yeah, I think we need to... Uh, I think what we need to recognize is this this one who's returned the last day is king to reign, right? Yes. Is also the very same one that came as one of the least of these, yeah. right? Yeah. Who came as the baby born in Bethlehem and as the suffering servant and as the victim on the cross. And he did all of that for us. So for us, yeah, in faith, by God's grace, right? Is choosing by God's grace in faith in Christ as we look to him. We can be assured that we are... Yeah, sheep of the good shepherd, heirs of the kingdom of heaven. And like we mentioned earlier, to look at our baptism too, where where we see that visibly and tangibly. Yeah, so it isn't to do with any works we've done. No, that's the not what the confidence is. The result of what Christ has already done for us.
Yeah. And of course, as I said, we, we would probably confess that we hadn't done these things. And thank God that we do, right? Because that means we're not part of that group on, on the left, because we do recognize and repent of our sins. Matt, thank you. That was a nice presentation of the end of the world. Uh, we will continue. Maybe who knows what we'll do next time we get together. But we do know this much. You've been listening to Wrestling with the Basics. 